Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. Hello guys, welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies. It's been a long time since we had Vivek as the guest. The past couple of episodes we were trying with different series. We have Everyday Trekkies running, we started Book Corner, we started Startup Talkies and it's been fun, but the love for space never dies, the love for astronomy never dies. So I have back with me Vivek to talk about the same topic. So Vivek, I'm sure this is going to be one of the episodes like Poop Theory where we ramble about strange things. but probably there is a overarching topic like rockets to bound us in what do you have in store for us and for the listeners what are we learning today firstly i want to thank you anshul i'm really glad to be back on your podcast now i think after you have you know garnered so many listeners this is actually an honor and a privilege to be a part of this absolutely wonderful podcast coming back to today's topic like there's so much happening in the world of rocket and space in general i watched hours of youtube videos just on you know different type of rockets and things like that so i don't think so this episode will do justice to those wonderful your videos on youtube but definitely we, uh, we can get given idea to your listeners on where this particular segment of our life is headed towards and how the future will turn out to be we have had a couple of episodes where we you know talked about space astronomy and things like that in general i'm sure people uh, liked it and they responded well to it and even they were interested this time we you know wanted to go a bit not technical i would say but to the grassroots level on rockets like how were we going to lift up to space so we learned something about that where do you want to begin like the world is too vast so actually uh, the world is quite small when you compare to you know what lies ahead for us tagline of star trek goes the final frontier so like the space is the final uh, frontier uh, after you listening to some of the episodes on your podcast i started watching uh, star trek and there's this one concept that you know actually uh, stuck with me and i've been thinking about it for some time what happens is like when you go to a different astronomical body like if you go to moon or if you go to mars like there's two ways in which you can land and only one way has actually been tested so far and that is what happens on star trek as well what happens is in star trek travels the distance of space in a particular uh, vessel and when they reach a planet they beam themselves down uh, similarly what happens is humans also use a lander to land on a on a different astronomical body like if you are going to moon even during the apollo missions they had a lander which used to uh, detach from the orbiter and it used to land and the astronauts would again you know hop onto a pod and uh, take off again and again dock with the orbiter around the moon and return to earth that is the general way in which humans have been able to go to different bodies or land on a, or a, another body what spacex is uh, developing right now is, is the same vessel uh, which will take them to mars will land on mars so that is a very difficult task to achieve because you are actually transporting such a huge volume of people or load or whatever you're traveling and you'll have to land the entire ship on mars so that is a very i would say commendable thing to achieve and obviously when you are you know trying to achieve something which has not been achieved so far there will be reservations by people who are actually doing it but you need to have conviction and believe that we can even actually achieve that like that is the primary reason spacex uh, started landing boosters back on earth uh, because what happens is that until and unless you master the technology of landing on earth it is difficult to land an entire rocket on a different body uh, last week only uh, spacex uh, launched 
the same booster for the sixth time so like that is a huge feat to achieve that's interesting because you know when you speak about spacex and or i think many people know about a love for that company for sure they have taken some really good steps like um they recently had the mission where um two test pilots tra- uh, used their rockets to dock into iss and then landed back into earth that was a very successful mission and uh, they were having some a few hop missions after that so for people who absolutely have no idea actually talk very simply is initially what used to happen was that we used to it was a use and throw system you use a rocket and that's it it's done it's uh, it's done for it i would like to interject because like most of the commercial companies used to exist before spacex or you know entered into this market like ula or even the rdn the group of uh, rockets which are there in the europe what happened is they didn't use the uh, booster again but nasa had this space shuttle program thing which launched about 135 or 30 uh, 135 missions approx also what happened is uh, they used to uh, reuse the space shuttle for re- reusing it uh, they had to you know actually a uh, kind of change a lot of things in that they had to refurbish a lot of things like they had to clear tiles beneath the uh, ship uh because after once uh, it uh, landed on Earth, those tiles used to get destroyed by the uh, like during re-entry or uh, because of the heat and the friction which uh, generates when the ship is re-entering the purpose of nasa was to bring down the cost of rocket uh, launches but this process actually increased the cost of uh, launching space shuttle and i think it was the most expensive rockets ever correct it was i think uh, to quote you the exact number each launch cost around 1.5 billion dollars and it was the most expensive exactly. launches ever made in the history of mankind one of the primary reasons why uh, nasa had to Uh, kind of dissolve that mission and that is when uh, spacex entered and what spacex does the spacex uh, land is booster and design which they have incorporated it is a very uh, efficient design which enables them to you know uh, refurbish the booster quickly and launch it again no other companies right now is doing that yeah absolutely well said and you know what we'll dive more into these small companies and the recent missions and all of that but uh, before all of that i would just like to take 5 minutes and just go over the history of space in a very nutshell basically the birth of space race that we had and tell us how we evolved till now and i'm sure i'll be uh, i'll not be doing justice because i'll be missing out on a lot of new things but i'm sure vivek here will talk to us more about the future and the new missions and the privatization of space and all of that but let's begin with the birth of space race so the initial remnants or the initial starting happened due to the cold war between us and ussr now russia i think we can uh, you know go back before that because like if you want to uh, get into space race like we have to talk about rockets like the purpose of which rockets was uh, you know developed was to uh, send missiles across the continent to a different country like that was the primary purpose for which rockets was developed so when you think of it like the purpose for which the rockets was developed we don't want to associate ourselves with that but as we all know that you know any revolutionary uh, breakthrough in technology happened because of war in the 20th century even in the 19th century so like that is the origin of, of rockets and once a uh, battle of world war 2 won by the uh, US and its allies what happened was that there was kind of not so much of development in rockets for a few years but like russia and us both had to show their power and dominance in the world and the only region which was left unexplored was space and that is how the uh, space race started in cold war basically the fight for power went beyond the earth and initially ussr was leading you had uh, the first satellite launch the first man the first satellite launch was sputnik 1 it was in 1957 and then you had yuri gagarin the first man in space and most of it i think was taken care by russia in winning the space race but then we had neil armstrong and his team i think before neil armstrong russia even i had a you know send a probe to orbit moon and they even landed a lander on the moon before uh, usa went there 
एब्सोल्युटली करेक्ट एब्सोल्युटली आई थिंक दैट इज वेयर एज वी डिस्कस्ड इन आई थिंक द एपिसोड वेयर वी वर सेलिब्रेटिंग द 51st एनिवर्सरी ऑफ द फर्स्ट मून लैंडिंग दैट वाज आई थिंक द फर्स्ट विक्ट्री ऑफ यूएस वेयर द प्रेसिडेंट हैड कमिटेड टू पीपल दैट वी वांट टू लैंड ऑन मून नो मैटर व्हाट द कॉस्ट इज एंड दैट इज हाउ वी डेवलप्ड द स्टार्टिंग ऑफ नासा दैट वाज वी स्टार्टेड विद द मर्क्युरी मिशन दैट वाज अ सिंगल मैन मिशन देन वी हैड द जेमिनी मिशन द डबल मैन मिशन एंड देन द अपोलो मिशंस व्हिच वाज अ ह्यूज ह्यूज सक्सेस वेयर वी लैंडेड पीपल फ्रॉम इन अपोलो 11 एंड देन इट वेंट ऑन फॉर आई थिंक 12 और 13 मोर मिशंस एंड द बेस्ट पार्ट वाज इन 1975 व्हेन द अपोलो स्पेसक्राफ्ट एंड द सोयुज फ्रॉम यूएसएसआर एंड डॉक्ड एंड एंडेड द स्पेस रेस दैट वाज आई थिंक वन ऑफ द ब्यूटीफुल मोमेंट्स यू कैन सी दैट वीडियो इन YouTube इट समवेयर देयर व्हाटएवर बी द रीजन एंड यू नो इट्स ऑलवेज अ गुड थिंग दैट द स्पेस रेस एंडेड देयर बट समवेयर ऑर द अदर इट बॉट the zeal to explore space with that vigor was lost for i think couple of decades where like there were developments for sure but the frequency of missions and the strive to break another barrier was a bit slowed down I, i would not say stopped but because they had continuous missions and they were exploring they just felt that the need for human missions were not that required it was too much risk so there were lots of unmanned missions happening and no doubt we had the creation of iss and all of that so it was absolutely wonderful in my opinion that was a you know actually a beautiful uh, better thing to happen uh, because technology Basically, we hadn't advanced that much to send humans to a uh, moon or Mars to colonize it because there would have been a lot of technological uh, difficulties back then. Right now, we are better equipped. Obviously, in, in a few decades, we'll be more equipped to do that. Uh, but right now, I think this is a very uh, good point in the growth of our civilization to actually, you know, send humans to different planets. They had a lot of uh, unmanned missions uh, because they knew that there's no point sending humans to different bodies to just to, you know, uh, research when the same thing can be done by robots. Uh, so they landed probes on Mars, or uh, then they, you know, send uh, orbitals to. Gas giants like uh, Jupiter and Saturn. Then we had the Voyager mission as well. Apart from that, we also had Cassini, which actually landed a probe on a different moon, on uh, orbiting a different planet. Those developments were equally exciting for, uh, to me as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's a very optimistic way of looking at things. And we surely did explore and learn a lot in that era, and are continuing to learn now. In terms of launches, we move on as uh, Vivek previously mentioned about the space shuttle program, which was the most costliest ones I think, and it had done 135 launches with 1.5 billion dollar per launch. it is also one of the most uh, tragic i shouldn't uh, use the word tragic but like it was not the most successful rocket development by nasa as well uh, because two spaceships had some failures and because of which they obliterated uh, mid air uh, one was uh, during launch and one was uh, during landing and in both the instances all seven astronauts on board were uh, died Like one happened in 1980s and one happened in late 2000. Early 2000, I would say. I think it was. I think 2000, 2001, and it was. I think Kalpana Chawla's spacecraft, if I remember. And uh, that was a very tragic uh, moment for all of India and for all of the world. But uh, let's not dwell into those things. Things came at a price. We learned it the hard way, but we are progressing fast. because finally we have had the whole privatization of space launches. NASA has given permissions to three companies to land on moon, being SpaceX. Blue Origin and Dynetics team, and I'm sure Vivek will tell us more about these teams. Sure, this is where we are in present. You know what happens is that I don't know. I, I'm not mocking it, but I'm just uh, you know uh, telling the situation as it is on the face. Or uh, sometimes what happens is like we don't know what to do, so we just do something. And NASA is actually doing that with the Artemis program. Uh, because when you break down the different segments of this Artemis program, Vivek, Vivek, I would like to interject you. Uh, could you please tell us what is Artemis program and then talk about the thing? Uh, so, like Artemis program is the latest, most important project of NASA, where NASA will take humans back to moon again. What NASA is doing this time is NASA is not developing the entire system, as we see. Uh, the example has been set by SpaceX, where SpaceX uh, first used to carry cargo to uh, International Space Station, and then they are they carried astronauts to International Space Station, and now they will actually carry crew to International Space Station. Also, uh, what NASA realized. 
about a decade ago that nasa being a government agency won't be as effective cost wise to develop systems as private companies will be so that is why nasa encouraged private companies to come up and take contracts to develop systems uh, to you know uh, launch launch satellites or take humans to space similarly what what is happening in in this artemis program is uh, the rocket is being designed by nasa on top of the rocket in the capsule will be orion capsule orion capsule will will be the spacecraft or the space probe which will uh, you know transfer astronauts from earth to the lunar orbit like uh, orion won't uh, land on moon and the different components of the orion is also not being developed by nasa nasa is you know actually uh, subcontracted different parts of the orion to different companies where, which are developing different segments so i don't know exact specifics of that and orion will dock with a lander around the lunar orbit and the astronauts will uh, shift to the that particular lander and that lander will take astronauts to the surface of the moon and the similar thing happened back in uh, the apollo mission as well uh, but the only difference was that the entire system was developed and built by uh, nasa itself uh, so nasa has currently shortlisted three companies which you mentioned earlier to develop that lander and one of that company spacex so what spacex is uh, currently developing is uh, starship uh, like i'll Uh, going to that leader and there's two different companies dynetics and blue origin are developing uh, landers with the sole purpose of actually carrying astronauts from the lunar orbit to the surface of the moon but what uh, what nasa realized is that uh, spacex is uh, developing this uh, starship technology which is with the sole purpose of carrying humans to mars and so uh, spacex needed funds like it want to secure funds from wherever it can uh, to develop this and so space spacex just applied to nasa's la- uh, lander project as well and i think it was kind of surprising that nasa actually uh, shortlisted space spacex uh, so nasa is actually playing a gamble with this uh, because if spacex is actually able to develop this starship and they are able to integrate that to orion that will be a huge benefit to nasa so like that is more of a gamble yeah absolutely and you know you never know um, with the breakneck speed that people are working the different companies that are cropping up from various sector uh, sectors of space be it you know even the small things that we don't realize which goes in the back end from developing being outsourcing of engines or uh, you know wings materials and space suit designs and all of that everything is cropping up there is everything is redesigned everything is improved on i can uh, give a good example to you on this mm-hmm. uh, like i was actually uh, watching a video and then researching into this like i uh, found out that there were two companies in Scotland Scotland I think their name was Orbex and Skyora so like they are, they are two di- uh, different uh, independent companies uh, which are actually you know uh, developing rockets for carrying small satellites and payloads into uh, low earth orbit I started you know uh, like researching on which are the companies they are associated with and I thought there might be only a few companies because Scotland being such a small country uh, there won't be many companies which are actually you know into rocket building and that once I started you know actually uh, discovering there's so many companies associated with these two rockets I thought I I would be able to count them on my uh, fingers but like I couldn't count them on both my fingers itself Scotland is such high in space game I did not know that they have not have a, had a successful uh, launch yet uh, but like the companies which are developing it this is exciting because more companies are getting into this and I think the vision of uh, this Star Trek will be realized very soon. Oh, that would be absolutely amazing. Okay, uh, moving on from this. So, you know, we discussed about the Artemis program. What other missions or what other rockets are we looking at in the future? Okay, uh, so like I'll uh, try to break down it into different categories. First, I'll I would like to talk about Virgin Galactic, like the Virgin group of companies. So, one of that is Virgin Orbit, which is developing rockets, and I think one is Virgin Galactic, uh, which is developing kind of a rocket which will take humans to space, like space in the sense that it won't take you to high Earth orbit or even to the or- uh, orbital level of ISS. It'll take you about 100 kilometers above the Earth surface. That is the border where people in general consider space charts, where you can feel low gravity. Uh, so, Virgin Galactic have had a few test flights, and they have successfully demonstrated that they could they would be able to do that. I think the first mission is Line. 
for next year uh, so they'll be taking i think uh, in one uh, space flight about seven people will be taken and that is for general public like it is for tourism purpose a uh, one ticket will cost about 225000 so once i learned about this like my sole objective of earning is to save for this but it would be a nice future where people who have the means can visit space uh, they have already bookings in thousands thousands of people have already booked it and i don't think so they'll be able to match the demand so soon Uh, because like it is in a nascent state, so they'll have to you know develop so much, so much of spacecraft to take people to space, and there's a limited time in which you can take it. And and there's another in- interesting thing about it is they have built a private spaceport in the middle of a desert in U- US. I don't know in which state, uh, from where they'll t- will, they'll be taking you to space. Okay, so you mentioned Virgin Galactic as one segment. You mentioned there were two other segments. Now what is the next one? Uh, Blue Origin is also doing a similar thing uh, with their rocket New Shepard. So I put it in the uh, category of Virgin uh, Galactic itself. Even they are developing a similar. technologies they have actually tested it uh, the other category i want to talk about is space tourism uh, where there'll be hotels orbiting space nasa and different international partners and collaborators with whom they have developed iss they all think that iss is quite old now and they might dismantle over the next few years in this decade and they might decommission it uh, so what they are planning is they built uh, you know turn it into a kind of a hotel the modules which won't be useful for that uh, that will be kind of detached and there'll be kind of balloons which will be uh, sent to space which will be inflated over there and that will be attached to the iss like the iss will be the main model to which different space rules will be attached uh, so company is actually working on that so you'll be able to like shed i think a few million dollars and you will be actually be able to stay in space for i think a week at a time or something like that i don't know the exact specifics on, on what they are planning they might contract with i think spacex or different companies which will develop the capability and send humans uh, humans to space uh, because a lot of companies are actually building uh, capabilities to send humans to space safely so like that is also very exciting yeah like and you know this brings me to a good point but this will be the first time where people on earth will be actively contributing in, in a monetary sense because like all the space organizations in different countries are or governmentally funded and they're from taxpayers money which i understand like people crowdfunding all of it but it is not in the amount that we want to receive in even in india like we get 10 times less funding than what nasa gets from us and that is also not that much like for space exploration and what that should be spent in a right way when commercialization of space and privatization of space it gives opportunities for well off people to spend on these things and the profits can go into developing better technology better means of getting into space and eventually things will drive down the cost will drive down and it will be a common occurrence and we will we'll be living in a star trek world so that's actually a good way because everything starts from this like these companies have good motives people want to explore space and that is what the intention is from now but you need the backing of commercialization you can't just really ignore it and be a purist in that way because you have to understand business you have to accept business in what it is and try to earn from it and improve it that is how thing what tesla model works tesla started with that intention that they made very high end models they earned money from that now they innovated and they're trying to bring new tesla models for lesser prices for general public i understand it's still a higher model but from where it started it has improved a lot so i think that is how they are approaching the space missions as well you know i think it's a good way that we are progressing we are trying to be more efficient we are trying to improve more on costs and hopefully good future will not be too far but uh, coming back to the point the third set of sections that you were talking so first set we talked about you know space tourism virgin galactic and the one from blue blue origin and then we talked about space hotels then what is the third category that you look at uh, so like uh, space has already signed uh, with a 
जापानीज बिलियन है आई कैप स्पेस एक्स फॉर दर्ड कैटेगरी आई एम जस्ट टॉकिंग अबाउट टूरिज्म राइट नाउ तो स्पेस एक्स नीड्स टू अर्न मनी बिकॉज द अल्टीमेट ऑब्जेक्टिव ऑफ स्पेस एक्स इज टू सेंड ज्यूमस टू मार्स एंड सेंस इट इज नॉट फंडेड बाई एनी गवर्नमेंट ऑर्गेनाइजेशन और बाई गवर्नमेंट अलॉन्स नीड्स टू अर्न मनी सो दैट यू नो कैन एक्चुअली फुलफिल दिस ड्रीम ऑफ एस वॉट विल हैपन इज लाइक हील सेंड ह्यूमस टू ऑर्बिट मून देख ही वोट लैंड ऑन मून सो वी हेज ऑलरेडी साइंड कॉन्ट्रैक्ट विद वन ऑफ द जापानीज बिलियन एंड आई डोंट नो दट कॉस्ट ऑफ द टिकट्स आई थिंक दैट हज नॉट बीन मेड पब्लिक येट सो लाइक देर बी सेवन सीट्स ऑन दैट that rocket will be obviously a starship like which is the uh, flagship project of spacex like spacex is investing a lot of resources time manpower energy everything in developing starship so that starship will have seven seats the starship which will take uh, humans to orbit around the moon for the first mission he already has a customer and that customer bought all the seven seats what he said was that he bought one seat for himself and the other six seat for you know different artists who won't be able to afford that seat uh, like he wanted them to take to moon uh, get inspired from the journey from actually seeing earth from space from seeing moons such up close that it actually inspired to write some beautiful things for mankind to you know read or discover in the future that was his objective that's such a noble objective like this is something which i did not know it it is it is actually very exciting you know i feel this very it makes me very happy that he has such uh, i would say pure thoughts maybe so these are very things which you know actually gives you goosebumps or makes you very happy i was just hoping that uh, i wish i was one of those artists but i have no artistic skills so i'll actually have to earn money from some other way so probably now we have two ways one is to earn money and the other one is to become an artist guys please subscribe to this podcast just grow this podcast probably they'll call me thank you vivek for you know educating us so much about this like this episode contained we went into our love for spacex we jumped we jumped right in and then we talked about the birth of space race and the tourism industry that we are we might be looking at the three categories of it we haven't even scratched the surface this was actually my absolute pleasure to record this i think i was actually very excited from listening to this podcast uh, i don't think so anyone will be able to get my uh, like guess my actual educational qualification so that is a very uh, happy thing for me and i hope that this podcast actually encourage someone to you know explore more into rockets uh, because I, i even i got into rockets recently when spacex entered it and there were so many exciting things which was happening in this uh, particular domain so i hope it encourages even a single child to you know actually uh, go into space exploration or build rockets but as i was talking earlier we have barely scratched the surface there are such new tech that is coming out in the rocket industry there's such new missions then we haven't even delved into what india is doing into it so for that keep on listening soon that episode will come out probably in a week or two and uh, you'll get to hear about them as well till then uh, thank you vivek for joining us back it was my pleasure thank you bye bye and we'll meet you in the next episode bye bye thank you to all the listeners i'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions so bye